This is the Confidence Company Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Padigos, and this show is dedicated to activating your potential so you can live your fullest life from the inside out. Come with an open mind and let's get started. Welcome to the Confidence Company Podcast. I have the pleasure of introducing our guest today, Christine Monroe. Welcome. Thank you, Kelsey. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. So let's get right into it and share with us what your business is and what you do, how you're using your gifts today. Okay. Um, So I run a community called the Illum Collective for illuminating the light within for women entrepreneurs to connect on a deeper level, Um, not just for networking, but more so for mentorship, for accountability, for support, and really just having people in your lives who know what you're going through to help you along in business and life. I love and how I'm sharing my gifts is that I searched for so long. I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, uh, like 15, going on 15 years now, but all the while not really doing what I wanted to do, like doing like what my parents told me to do and not really knowing what I wanted. And so it was like a long search, like really long search for me to figure out what that was. And so now that I've kind of stumbled onto that and really found more alignment and flow and really what I'm called to do and use my gifts. I really want to help others find their gifts, find their light, hence the name Illum, and just yeah. find their light in order to bring that into the world. Um, so that's, yeah, that's where I'm at in this current stage of my life. Beautiful. Okay. So what were you doing before? Can you tell us a little bit about that journey of going from like, wait, you did you did what was expected of you and now yeah. it brought you yeah. here. So I went to school to be an accountant. <laughs> so opposite from what I'm doing now. Um, because my dad was like, you need to be a business person and you need to know numbers. So I took accounting and I went into finance and real estate. So a lot of number crunching in like financial statements and all that it could be fun to some actually i've talked to an accountant who actually loves it and is passionate about and good for her but i was not and i did it just solely to make money and all that's why i was like something's missing if i have all the things that i'm supposed to have then why do i feel like something's missing and it's because i wasn't following like what i was called to what i felt aligned for me um and so yeah i made a good living doing i did real estate also i was building homes um investments more money stuff mm-hmm. and that served me well financially um but it didn't fulfill me mm-hmm. in the way that i was looking for so i've completely shifted my um definition of success um now i go more i lead with my heart and i do things in business that come from um the intention with what my why is and what my heart wants and the transformation that I want for people, as opposed to thinking about the money first. And I think that that has served me well in how successful the business is now, as opposed to always leading with a money motivation first. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what I really like to, that's the message I'm trying to get out there as well, like with helping entrepreneurs. Cause like, mm-hmm. that's so ingrained in all of us, a lot mm-hmm. of us to be like, okay, like money, money, money. We just want more money. I'm not saying money is bad. And of course we want more money, 
But I think that when we lead from a place and we're motivated from a place that's Mm -hmm. not just money, then the money comes. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a word for (laughs) many people because that might relieve a lot of people from thinking that money is the solution or the answer or like until they have that money then then they'll be happy right money is a byproduct of yeah the thing that you're doing um it's not like yeah it's not the the motivating drive yeah so um when did you realize that community and having mentorship having people around you was so powerful and the thing that you wanted to focus on yeah so when I was in my career for a long time, I grew up in the same city for a long time. So I surrounded myself around the same friends, the same circles, and you get comfortable. So I wasn't really doing a lot of networking or immersing myself in community because I was like, oh, I don't need more people. I don't need new friends. And of course, it was just fear of getting putting yourself out there. Um, and really networking events in like the real estate and finance world were male dominated and not a lot of connections. So I actually felt icky in them. So I didn't actually like them. And it wasn't until we moved from Canada to the United States five years ago. And I didn't know anyone. And I was kind of forced into it because I'm like, well, I have nobody. I don't know a single person. So I need to go find people because I can't just talk to my husband. he's like please go find people (laughs) so I set out to go look for community things you know um and I wasn't really finding it at the time here in Denver I mean now they're all over the place I think it's um I was just meant to go elsewhere and that's how I met you I ended up finding community outside of Colorado um I had a coach that was in Arizona I ended up going to like powerhouse which was my first like community of like women entrepreneurs that I joined which was also in Arizona I just was drawn there for some reason I was always there and I was like okay I can't keep traveling for community I need to like have it here where I live but I couldn't find it at the time so I'm like well I might as well just do it myself so I started a brunch so Illum Collective used to be called Business Bosses Who Brunch because it started with just I'm gonna gather women together for brunch Mm -hmm. um and it has since grown into what it is now and of course like lots of women that were part of the community are now building their own communities and they have events I feel like it's really blooming here in Denver where there's just so much more variety now, which is great. Like there's just so many different things to do now. Whereas like, I really didn't feel like I had that five years ago and now it's really coming to life. Yeah. It looks like you have so much fun and you've really reimagined networking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I do have so much fun. And I think that this is something that I love to share too, because sometimes when like you think about your gifts or your light or like, what, what really is it for me? Like a lot of people struggle with knowing what that is. And I always say like, it was in me all along. So if I like connect the dots and look back, yep. when I was in my corporate world days. Um, I was like in a cubicle doing accounting, but I was also like the manager of the social committee. And so Amazing. I was, I loved, this is not so me, like not the cubicle (laughs) part, but like the planning the events. And so I loved planning all the corporate events. And that's what I like basically lived to go to work to socialize with everyone and like do all the events. That was the fun part for me. But at the time, I don't think like, oh, 
I couldn't make a living out of this. This is just like a fun hobby. And I was actually talking to a girl. I catch this now in people. So I was talking to a girl. She also has like a little community um, for she, I think it's called boss ladies or something here in mm -hmm. Denver. And um, she said, Oh, but that's not my, that's not my job. She's like, it's like what I do for fun. She's like, my real work is she's um, an insurance health insurance broker. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, so you're saying that this part is like the fun part. And, yeah. but you have this other thing that you have to do to live and create a living, which is like what so many people did, which is what I did for so long. Yeah. When really, what if you could make your job or the fun part of your life, the thing that really lights you up and brings you joy? What if that could be your job? Yeah, Isn't that a concept? But a lot of times people don't connect the two thinking like, I can't possibly make money doing that. And I thought that for a long time. So when I actually first started Illum, when we were business bosses who brunched, I had an Instagram agency as another business. And that was the one that was bringing in the revenue. I was getting revenue from that business. And I still falling back on like my old like, well, I'm going to do real estate professionals because that's the business that I know you fall back onto what's comfortable. Yeah. And I can make money doing this. So I started doing that to support my fun part of my job. Then until I realized that Instagram agency was like sucking my energy of where I really wanted to focus on. But it's hard to like release that because that's where I was earning my revenue. Yeah. Until last year, I'm like, if I really want to focus on this, the Illum Collective, and I really want to grow it, and that's where like I thrive and that's where I have the most fun, then I need to leave this other thing in order to put my energy into this. Otherwise, I don't have the energy for this. So it's a hard decision because I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave money to go to something where I'm not generating a lot of revenue yet. Mm -hmm. But once I made that shift, like energetically, like I wasn't even as overwhelmed anymore when I was down offloading all the clients. It's just like, now it's like I made room for like more things. We were just talking about this before we hit record on the topic yes. of purging, but it's really making space for other things that need to come in. And if you don't make that space, then they can't. And so now I do a loom one, like it's my full-time job. So I am cool. making revenue from it and I love it. It's like, that's, I do this for fun and I make money doing it. So yeah. it's just basically what I want everyone to, to have or to know that they could do too. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. What a concept. We can have fun making money. Yes. <laughs> so weird. So weird. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. totally true though. That it's such a, like a mind game that yeah. we have it's to the stories. overcome. It's the yeah. stories that we were told. Like you can only make money that doing th these things. Yeah. Right. And then these other things that are fun and like, that are just more natural to you. Like you can't really make money from doing that. That's what I thought for so long. Totally. Yeah. Same. So, okay. I want to know something that you've learned in your entrepreneur journey that really surprised you. That was like mm -hmm. unexpected. Okay. So this is kind of falls into that same question of like why I started community and why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I was an entrepreneur for so long, 
um, I thought if I switched careers, like when we moved here and I wasn't going to do finance or real estate anymore, I was like, I'm going to start something new, something fun that I want to do. But I don't know what that was, but it should be easy because I'm an entrepreneur and I've done this before and I got this. And so when you're a beginner again, doesn't matter if you've been an entrepreneur for a long time and it's completely different. Um, yeah, I hit like a reality wall where I'm like, oh, okay, well, it's not that easy. I don't have it all. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a beginner. I have no idea what I'm doing again. And like my confidence went from up to down again. And I had, to, it was like starting from scratch. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I started seeking out community too, because I'm like, I can't, I thought I could do this by myself because I've done this before, but I do need other people. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm just like, no matter where you are in your journey, I just feel like you do better you when you have the right support system around you. Yes, absolutely. That was yeah. a lesson I had to learn too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. How many of us are like, especially like us moms too, like women in general, we're like, we got this, we could do it all ourselves. And we still even take on, even though I know I need community, there's like that default where you're like, oh, let me just do it. I'll just do it myself. It's faster. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I, I try not to do that even with my kids. Yeah. Of like, let me tie your shoes because they're taking too long. I do it for <laughs> I'll just you. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I got to like sit there and like let them do it. And anyway, so yeah, we just need, need everyone. Yeah. So beautiful. So if someone wants to start building their own community like you did, um, what advice would you give them to do that? Mm, okay. So many. Um, <laughs> one, one is like, I always say like, go to, are you not going? Cause one girl had asked me like, I want to start what you're doing wherever she lived. Uh, but she's never gone to anything. She's never gone to other events or communities or things. And I'm like, well, how do you know what you want to do if you don't even have any experience in immersing yourself with community? Because for me, it was like, not so much copying like you need to really follow your own intuition and go with what you want but it's like okay I know I don't want this because I've mm -hmm. experienced that I know I do want some of this mm -hmm. and like kind of mixing it into what you want and so um and really like it doesn't have to be sometimes people think it has they overthink it like oh, I, I need like a stage and I need all these things and I'm like I just go have brunch yeah like, nothing else. Like, we're just going to go for brunch, whatever it is for you. Like I'm a foodie and I love brunch. Like I would line up for eggs. I run those people. And so I'm like, I'm going to start a brunch, but for somebody it could be like, we're going to go paddle boarding or we're going to go on a hike. Something where you're just going to gather like-minded women who like to do the same things. Like there's a group out here. Um, all they do is do workout stuff outside. And like, don't, I like that, but that's not something that that's not really my thing. So it's like, I'm not going to go there because I feel like I'm not going to enjoy it and I'm not really going to have a lot in common with them. And so there's have to, there has to be something for everyone of like, what is it that you like to do? What mm -hmm. do you want to gather women around? And just go start doing that. Yeah. That's good. I think you hit the nail on the head with the overthinking. I can do yeah. that <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's my default. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, okay. I want to share this with you because I think it's funny. So my sister-in-law and I are planning on starting this and I'm married. So this is just funny to me, but we're going to start doing this, um, like single and mingle type thing at my coffee shop. Okay. 
which is like building a community in a way, but yeah. it's because of, you know, the things that she's learned about speed dating and the things that she doesn't like and the things that she wants to bring to the table. That's where I come in with like the deeper connections and asking good questions and things like that, like connecting on a deeper level. Um, but I definitely have gone into like the overthinking mode. And then you just made me realize again, like a good reminder is like, you don't need to overthink this. Like, it's just about bringing the people together. And it's really about like setting the environment. Yeah. Right. Setting the tone and then letting that magic happen. You don't have to have control over every little aspect. Totally. <laughs> but it is easy to get into that overthinking mode and start thinking of like the logistics of like, oh, what if nobody buys tickets? And what yeah. if this or what if that? And then I always have to like reel it back because that happens to me too. Like I'll do a brunch and then I start overthinking of like, okay, I got this huge venue because I thought that I could sell these tickets and like now I can't and that what's it? so then you start focusing on the things that don't really matter anymore and yeah. you have to like reel it in to be like okay why did I want to do this in the first place what is the transformation that I wanted to help these people with what is the experience I wanted to give them and like I share the story all the time because it really is like a shift that can happen like with the flip of a switch because mm -hmm. From, I'm going to share this with my first brunch. I was like, I'm just going to have like a brunch. I'm just going to like, you know, if 20 people come great. Like I kind of set this number for myself. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, we sold out in three days. So I was like, That's awesome. oh, it's easy. So yeah. easy. So like for the second brunch, which was like three months later, I'm like, I can get a bigger venue. I can do like more people. And so I committed to this bigger venue. I had to put more money up front, but then guess what happens? I'm like, now this energy of like, I need to sell more tickets in order mm -hmm. for me not to lose any money. And what happened was it was very hard for me to sell tickets. It was like, I mm. think in a span of two weeks, I sold 10 tickets and I was like, oh my God, I started panicking. I'm like, I lost money. I'm like all the things. And then I started realizing, okay, reel it back in. Mm -hmm. Why am I doing this in the first place? It wasn't, you know, just to sell out like this venue. It was because I wanted them to have the messages they were going to hear and get transformations and hear from, you know, learn something from these speakers. And the minute I realized I, there's 10 people here that want to be here. I need to give my energy to them because they paid for a ticket. It doesn't matter about my ego and all the other things on the outside that we start to overthink about. And the minute I shifted that, I'm not even kidding, like 10 people signed up, like, in like a matter of a few days 10 more that's amazing but i was like this is how magic happens yeah when like really it's a mindset shift and it was an energy shift of like giving now and my intention mm -hmm. of what i wanted instead of like focusing on things like ticket sales yeah which yeah i mean it happens but totally. i just kind of remember that yeah that's such a real and raw entrepreneur moment <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for sharing that because it's so true yeah. and that and that's kind of like that old programming coming in right when your nervous yeah. system is like oh let's go back to what worked in the past but yeah. um can I just say that I love your little idea because you had said like this is funny because I'm married and you're doing like a mix and mingle or single thing but I do think like that's something that's missing in like because I have friends that are kind of doing these communities where they're trying to meet other people and they're usually not all the time, but like run by people who are, cause usually we teach or we do things that we want to learn ourselves. And so usually these people that are putting on these events are putting on these communities because they're single too. Mm. And they want to like 
help these other single people, like find people. But like when you have somebody who is experienced in relationships, has a husband, like husband or wife or married that can actually give like different perspectives on Mm -hmm. what, what they're going through or what they're trying to achieve. Right. And I love that you're doing this like deep, deeper connection piece of just like, cause it's so like in the dating, I don't know, I haven't been single in a long time, but I can remember <laughs> that it's so like exterior based of like, okay, is this person good looking? Do I like this right. person? You know, right. And like all the exterior things of like, do they have a job and do they, what do they do? And all these things where it's like, okay, well, like what's going to make a sustainable relationship going deeper? I love that. So. Can't Thank wait. you. Yeah. Such a good I receive that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's, it's interesting for me to learn what is actually going on out there and what is missing. Right. Because yeah. it, like you said, it is very super fit. And like the concept of the speed dating and just like getting, talking to someone, small talk, right. For like a couple minutes like- to decide whether or not you like the person is like, what, that's the standard we're going by. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. So like, oh, I didn't feel anything. So move next. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right? And how many stories do you hear of people of like, we actually didn't like each other at first, but like yeah. we got to know each other and like, who would have thought that this person was for me totally. when you can go deeper. That's why I like, yeah. Even with the Illum Collective, it was like, don't just come yeah. here to pass your business card around. I actually don't right. have a business card. It's like, how do we connect, really connect? where you're going to be so memorable good. to somebody or share something that's not surface level. Yeah. It was so needed. It's so, so needed good. to have an environment like that. And I was just thinking too, like we need more conscious men out there. I feel yes. like the women are rising and the men, like, where are they? So I love yes. that you're like, let's bring them out. And together. Okay. I know we're like going off on a tangent, but <laughs> this is like for the world. We also do healing separately, right? But are we going to fully heal if we're not healing together, Mm -hmm. right? There's like so much division between men and women. It's like, actually, we get to do this together. We get to be conscious together. And so, yeah, that's my little two cents there too. I'm excited. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for your advice. I love that. So, Okay. Beautiful. And you have so many fun events going on. And I know you have a gala, which is like, so cool. Tell us about that. Actually. Okay. Here's my question. I want to know the most fun that you have in your business. What's like your most favorite thing to do or you've done so far? There's honestly so many, like they're also, okay. So what keeps it kind of like exciting for me is that we have different things. Like we have the gala, which is like get dressed up and it's like a big event. And of course that sounds so fun and amazing, but then there's also like on the other side of the spectrum, every third Thursday, we meet for coffee connection and co-working, which is like very casual. People come in like very casual wear. It's like in a, a public space. So it's not like it's a private event. Um, and we go there to bring our laptops and basically have coffee and chat with one another, two extremes, Mm -hmm. but I love both equally. And I have fun equally because you meet different people. It's a different energy. You kind of get to really connect at the coffee connection. Like we share, I always get people to introduce themselves out of autopilot. So it's like, instead of just coming here, telling us what you do, your name and what your business is, I don't even ask those questions. 
And sometimes people are like, what? You don't want to know? No. Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, what childhood game did you play when you were a little girl? Mm -hmm. and it, like, shifts, and then you connect with people. And so I always learn so much about people in that. And you can't really get that connection at the gala. Because the gala is like a big conference event. And, um, but it's still fun because now it's like people that have been with us through the year, we've connected over the year, and this is a way for us to like still learn but celebrate with one another. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just feel like having a diverse amount of things to do where you connect in different ways that it's the connection piece for me like I just love socializing mm -hmm. I'm an extrovert that's just what I love to do um yeah. and so all of it is kind of fun like even this Saturday um we're doing a field day event so it's like outside we're doing field day games like com competing with high you know we're all high achievers so I thought it would be fun to like compete with each other and do like games that we used to do you know when you were younger potato so fun yeah, but it's going to be 100 degrees on Saturday, so that's going to be fun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. In Denver? Yeah, it gets wow. hot here sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Didn't yeah. know that. It does. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. So, okay, where can people find you and get plugged in to any of your things you got going on? Yeah. Um, so I'm always on Instagram at Christine Cayman Rowe, but also illumcollective.co. Um, now I know that it is a local, so if you're not local to Colorado, people are like, well, how do I, you know, get engaged or all the things? And so I do feel like I do have a mastermind that runs every six month months. Mm -hmm. but we're in the middle of one right now. So if there's other things to get plugged into, like we do have a yearly event called the Higher Self Gala. It's a mm -hmm. two-day event. People come from out of town to come and meet other women. Um, there's like speakers and then, you know, it's like all about releasing blocks and then stepping mm -hmm. into embodying your higher self and then dressing up at the gala. So that's every year on December 1st and 2nd. Um, yeah. That's where you can find me. So fun. And what's your Instagram? My personal Instagram is Christine K. Monroe. Okay, perfect. Okay. And then also I have a podcast called Pivot yes. to Passion. And it's a weekly podcast all about basically finding your light and pivoting to discover what your purpose and your passion and what you're truly meant to do on this earth, as opposed to doing what you were supposed to do. Yeah, but doing what you're meant to do. Beautiful. I love it. And what better way to, to discover that than when you're with other people? Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you for everything you're sharing that you're doing in the world that you're sharing in the world, bringing people together and, you. you know, creating connections. It's so beautiful. It's so healing. So refreshing. Yes. I know. I just want the whole world to heal is what I want. That was like, that's my, yes. my wish. It's a big wish. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you everyone you. for listening to the podcast. If you loved it, please take a screenshot of it and share or tag both Christine and I. We'd love to know what you are taking away from the pod episode and we'll see you next episode. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It is my honor to be a part of your journey. If it feels aligned to you, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review and help enrich someone else's path by sharing this episode with a friend, a family member, or on your social media and stay tuned for the next episode. 
Thank you for listening to the 